Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the App Canary podcast. My name is Philip Mendoza Vieira, and my co host is Max Batesman. In this episode, we discuss what Shopify should have done about Breitbart. So, well, for regards to Shopify, yeah. as I recall, the controversy went something like this. Breitbart hosts their store through Shopify. Yeah. Uh, and they sell a bunch of like t-shirts. They sell a bunch and, of t-shirts. And, and I guess that's a big source of income for like media organizations today. Yeah, franchising or mm-hmm. like um, merchandising. That, that's yeah. what it was. Or merchandising just like with bands is where you get most of your music and most of your money. Yeah. Not like the live performances as it were. Yeah. So Breitbart uses Shopify. Mm-hmm. And then this is awkward because one, there's a default internet libertarianism. Mm-hmm that I think Toby is like kind of calling to, which is right. a very similar position that like Sam Altman also took with regards to Teal. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, remember the dream of the internet through the early aughts? Mm-hmm. Like this is the world that I still want to inhabit. Web 2.0 slash 90s utopianism when it came to this stuff, where like if all the peoples in the world got together slash this paragon of free speech that we're all like raised on. One, and two, that Shopify does not want to be in a position of like, spending too much time worrying about who is and who's on the store beyond like their payment processors requirements. So like right now when you sign up for Shopify, Shopify mm-hmm. will like ban certain kinds of stores. Mm-hmm. So adult themes and contents are just straight out. So you can't sell porn on Shopify. Yeah. There's some other like some minor subcategories. You can't have essay mills, right? So if you like say I'll write your like history paper mm-hmm. for you, you can't do that on Shopify. Because that's like illegal or something? That's illegal or something and slash payment processors, there's like a lot of reverse charges of porn. And so when porn operators figured this out, they started marketing themselves to the processors as like adult themes or like less porny stuff, which as a way to get around the porn mm-hmm. prohibition. Uh, this is just an explanation as to why like everything that's adult themed at all, like erotica, mm-hmm. there's not there's no PNA, but it's still banned because a lot of porn people switched using erotica as a category. But I think that part of it is also like so one, Shopify doesn't want to be in a position to make these judgment calls, right? Because it costs money. For five dollars a month, it's not cost effective to have a human call make this make this judgment. Sure. Okay. Right. right. It's like not, that's the lowest Shopify plan, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so for $5 a month, it just doesn't pay to have someone, a human being, look at this and make this judgment call because there goes all the profit mm-hmm. margin for like a couple months, right? So on the one hand, I empathize mm-hmm. because I too love that dream of the 90s. Mm-hmm. I wish we still lived in that world and there's something like civil about it. And more concretely is that like, I think Breitbart is evil. Mm-hmm. Right, they're very clearly evil. You can go to their webpage and you can say, wow, these people want to destroy everything that I believe in, maybe? They're bad people, but... But they're not cartoonishly evil. Well, they're not, I mean... They're not, like, there isn't this bright line in the sand. Like, when, when Richard Spencer got his face punched out, mm-hmm. it was very easy because he was cartoonishly evil to cheerlead for that. Because, like, he actually is asked, like, what's the point of having black people around? And, like, maybe a genocide would be a good time. And you're like, okay, that's morally reprehensible. Sure, you're just cartoonishly evil. I mean, he engaged in hate speech, right? Like, we have, like, there is a thing called hate speech. He did it. And I think that, like, it is, Breitbart is, let's say, very, very careful not to. Breitbart very carefully skirts the line of hate speech. They Mm -hmm. come very close, but they've been very good at avoiding it. Because I remember, like, 
when this came out, I was like, okay, let's look at Breitbart. I spent like some time going through all the clicks that I could through Breitbart. And I was like, wow, these people are evil, but like they're not like clear line in the sand, mm-hmm. right? Evil. So it's like less obvious what you should do for this case. If I were in Toby's shoes, yeah. the last thing I would give a shit about is like wanting to like defend evil people who are only paying me two ninety nine a month. Yeah. For two ninety nine a month, like maybe I think that Breitbart is probably paying a lot more than two ninety nine a month. That's not how Shopify works anymore. Shopify takes like a tiniest, tiniest cut on top of the payment processors, mm-hmm. and like they have a, a flat monthly fee. If you look at them, so I think that cut really, really adds up, my friend. I hope so. If Breitbart pays them three thousand dollars a month as an enterprise customer, which is like doing great, like if I was in Tony's position, like this is so beneath my time, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't want to deal with this. Um, so the slowing the baby down the middle should just be like, I'm just going to donate all the proceeds we get from Breitbart to like insert. Yeah, I was surprised that he didn't do that. Oh yeah, yeah I, I obviously, obviously. Yeah, obviously the right move is to donate the proceeds. And, and be like, yeah. hey, like, if we get rid of them, like, they're just going to build a store in Magento, and, like, they'll be up in a week, or use some other provider who doesn't have qualms. Well, it's not even that. So I think that it, it would be, like, getting rid of them for political reasons, I think, is a big mistake. Because that puts you in the position of having to arbitrate every single customer that you have. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what well, I'm saying. But it's like, yeah, it's like, and it's not, like... It's not cost effective to do that. No, no, for, forget about that. I don't think it's possible. Like, yes, I agree with you that Breitbart is evil, um, but can you, like, write down a set of guidelines under which uh, Breitbart is banned that don't end up banning a lot of things that you agree with? It doesn't have to work that way, right? I don't need to have an algorithmic, comma, deterministic set of procedures for this, right? I think you do. No. As a business, yes. No, nonsense. Life doesn't work that way. Businesses don't work that way. What you need is like a set of processes that result in a decision. You can still have like an internal judge that's like, hmm, this looks evil to me. Not so, so the guideline is that there's one person who you hire and they decide, okay, and like, like, like assuming you have less resources, um, how do you train their replacement? I don't know, like you hire ethicists. They'll write beautiful essays as and the way, but they don't just write justifying essays. Hmm. Like any ethicist would tell you that in order to have a moral code that gives you judgments like that, it has to have like some. It doesn't have to be like an axiomatic from first principles necessarily, sure. but it has to have like guidelines right. that you can apply. Right. It has to have a set of rules. It's right. not a list of businesses because what you're what you're saying is basically we're going to take. All of the businesses in the world and split them on ones that we like and ones that we don't. Sure. But you're not proposing a like any sort of framework to do that. Well, I'm not Shopify, but like I right think, now I think that framework is really hard to find. And I think that like any framework that you choose is gonna backfire drastically. I don't know. Because you're gonna have a ton of businesses that like Toby does like that are gonna fall on the wrong side of it. Like what? Like, give me give me a good counterexample here. They ACLU defense Nazis. That's fine, that's the ACLU's problem. I think that in a world where like Breitbart is not allowed to defend Nazis, but the ACLU is, like, can the ACLU have a Shopify store, even though yeah, they defend course. Nazis? Yeah. Are they selling t-shirts with like Nazi insignia on it? Is Breitbart? I know, but like this hypothetical ACLU universe, is the ACLU selling? Um... No, but neither is Breitbart. Okay, so when I look at the ACLU, I say on the balance, they are not evil. 
Yeah, but that's just your it's, opinion, man. Yeah, I know, and I in this in this hypothetical, I am I'm the guy whose opinion matters. <laughs> and then I would sit down, I'd write a beautiful essay on how the ACLU is necessary for the flourishing of freedom of speech in like uh, civil society. Like, there's a reason why uh, we tend to like codify rules and not have uh, absolutist monarchs. But that's not what I'm suggesting the slide is. But that's how you're suggesting to run the business. Well, no, this is just an example of one way you can, you can decide this, right? But, like, let's look... But you can't, like... You can't justify to even people that are on your side unless you have a codified set of rules. If you look at internet forums, even though moderators don't, like... Even though moderation is always arbitrary, sure. they still always have to point to, like, here are... Here is Bredekin. Here is the rules for hacker news. We're comments. banning this comment not because like I decided that Breitbart is evil, and not because I wrote you an essay justifying it afterwards. It's because I gave you a set of rules that guide my decision, which is like it's like it's a very important. Um, That's what the essay does. That's what no, no, but the essay justifies one decision. It doesn't give you a global framework, and that's a problem. So, for example, I've been reading um, the Harvard Negotiation Project book, right. um, Getting to Yes, and like the entire thesis of the book is that in order to have like a negotiation where both sides feel like they're winning and, and get rid of the emotions, you always have to appeal to some sort of objective framework. So before you're like, I want like to invade Ukraine, and you're like, no, you start by like defining some like some kind of framework about how we think about countries interacting. Sure, of course. And I think that in order to ban Breitbart, you have to define some kind of framework okay. for what can and cannot be sold for Shopify. That's fine. Do it. Okay. I In this in this scenario, am I Toby? Yeah. Okay, in this scenario, I'd be like, hey, get me like some good master's student, write him up, let's do a code of ethics. If it doesn't match the code What of ethics, would be in the code of ethics? I don't know. Like, what is Breitbart doing wrong? Breitbart is evil. What they, are they doing wrong? Uh, <laughs> this is why they're so Look, clever. It's don't funny. be evil is not a code of ethics. No, no, it's true. They promote like hatred in like very subtle ways. One equitable way of approaching this, right, is you have a set of guidelines that have been arbitrated by someone, right? This is how the law works. Like when you go to a judge and a judge decides, like, are you have you contravened some code that we've written, some like law that we've mm -hmm. established, right? Like. What he does is he looks to the law, and then he looks at the set of precedent yeah. of existing decisions and say, well, you know, this is how, like, roughly we've judged in the past, so mm -hmm. this is how I'm going to judge you now in the So under, like, American-Canadian free speech law, Breitbart is not doing anything illegal. No. That's, so, that's, I don't think that's in question. Yeah, so basically, but, so what you need is you're looking for a new set of... Or a new set of rules. I'm making a set of like rules that I'm using to arbitrate whether or not like something should be allowed in my store. I think that like the only way for you to get what you want in this situation is that the rules are like um, some codification of like a 2017 liberal worldview. Sure, why not? Which I think is like incredibly problematic. I'm doing that regardless. See, well, no, because they start, like, the thing is, is that there are, like, there are my political friends and there are my political opponents, and my political friends do not entirely line up with Toby's uh, political friends. And we start, like, creating the situation. Do you remember when, like, Visa shut down uh, Wikileaks? Wikileaks yeah. yeah, and, like, I thought it was wrong. Yeah. Um, and I think you did, too. And maybe now you don't. And this has to do, like, entirely... Turns out they're evil, too. It turns out that they're evil, but, like, it's still wrong. Right, but like just because I disagree with Visa or that like someone with power like 
terms of reasons like, hey, don't do this. These are separate issues, right? Like these are separate organizations. And I'm not saying that this code of ethics should apply everywhere. But no, no, this is just the Shopify. Right, this is what I'm saying. It's like if I were the god emperor mm-hmm. of Shopify, right? You would do this. I would think about it. I don't know if this is like, I, one, I would have just done the donation thing and saying if I could kick this can down the road. Right, because like the thing that Toby did wrong was like this appeal to civility, uh, and the problem. This is like the classic problem mm-hmm. that we're facing right now is that there are people who are very uh, concretely and very measuredly violating norms that which that we used to hang these niceties on, mm-hmm. and the people whose norms are being violated aren't doing anything about it, and they're continuing to pretend that like we still have these norms. This is what Reddit does. This is what Sam Altman's doing. This is what Toby's doing when they say, "Hey." Let's be really nice to each other because it's this market of ideas and free exchange and, you know, this is how we, like, are civil to each other, right? What I think people are complaining about when they see this is, like, listen, our opponents in this don't care, right? Like, if uh, Steve Bannon ran Shopify, like, no SJWs would be allowed and he'd find a very clever way to ban it. And, like, when there would be a massive uproar and he wouldn't give a shit and he'd still be banned. This is, I think, the, the crux in this case is that like when you have opponents that would not extend the same courtesies to you, like you need to get rid of them. That's my interpretation of these particular aspects of like why we should not extend these niceties of like civil discourse to these people is because they would not do the same. I would expect um, whatever uh, people in like let's say Jacobin to not extend those niceties of civil discourse to Breitbart. Like I really like the the rhetorical style of the dirtbag left um, <laughs> is very much about like abusing and making fun of these people mm-hmm. in the way that isn't the like the outrage of the John Stewart's and the John Oliver's. Sure. But Breitbart is like a propaganda sure. institution. Right. Uh, which means that it, the rule, the, the way that I wanted to operate is very different than Shopify. I don't follow. Shopify does not exist to be a propaganda institution for Toby Lucas worldview. And if it did, I would actually like be troubled by that because that would be putting a lot of money in a worldview that I don't agree with. Well, it can't because it depends on the ownership structure, right? Because like Facebook, like it or not, exists to promote whatever the fuck Mark Zuckerberg wants it to do. Yeah, for sure. Right. And like, I don't know if he maintained that class structure for Shopify. It's possible he was not able to because the dual class structure is like a more recent innovation. But I I don't like Facebook. uh, Uh, Don't get me wrong, right? Like I'm not defending this as like the purest way to do it, but I'm saying is that like, if Toby retained like ownership control, like Shopify is his toy, he can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's got 51%. So like, I don't, what do you mean it's not for, like he controls it. Like if you, if you can marshal that level of resources and like you just wash your hands and just like have mm-hmm. this default like neoliberal ideology, like be my guest, but like don't abdicate that responsibility. Like you have the power to do some amount of things that you want them to do, right? I don't see the point of like being like, oh, you know, this is, this is I don't know, you're expressing an ideology one way or the other. <laughs> um, um, no, like in that, this hypothetical scenario, if you're like this uh, high volume e-commerce retailer, mm. right? And I'm getting as a like, I don't know, you're making this call one way or the other. I think you can come up with like a way to arbitrate these things in a way that's I, like I think fair. That, I think that you can't. And, um, and you know what else? It turns out that you can't arbitrate fake news. Uh, it turns out that like fake news is now just the thing that Trump tweets every other sentence. 
I mean, that's, that's and what's going to happen is that we're going to like have like really lengthy and arbitration process that I'm not happy about. Like the second that Shopify makes the call to ban Breitbart, like there goes any sort of political organization on Shopify because its opponents will rally together to push it to like evaluate it on this framework. And any framework that you can come up with is going to end up like basically amounting to if you have a political worldview, you can probably be found in violation of it. See, that's, again, I think that's a straw man. I think that you're taking this one example and saying, like, this will just become so PG-13 and sanitized that, like, anything that you're not allowed to I don't think it's going to become PG-13 sanitized. I think that, like, every political viewpoint has an opponent, and any opponent to that viewpoint is going to try to, like, band together and get the thing they don't, like, ban from Shopify. And you can write this, and you can come up with a set of rules that would be like, no, this is not controversial. You can't. Well, like, that's giving up responsibility for doing anything. I did not study philosophy in university. Uh, I, I mean, I had a couple courses. Mm-hmm. The one I remember the most clearly is like my critical thinking class, mm-hmm. uh, which had like a lot of parallels with my discrete mathematics course, which is I was taking currently. Mm-hmm. Very fascinating to do like the same math in both courses, but with like different perspectives on it. So like, I don't claim to have thought very hard about this problem. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, fuck you. Like you assume that you can come up with a framework, the results of which you're happy with, no, I, I don't. I don't think. That or you could assume that you can hire a person. No, no, no. Who's like judgments on this? Or how? I, I, I can imagine it. Like, I can imagine coming up with a decision procedure that like would emit decisions that we can look at and say, hmm, you know, this is correct because of these reasons that they've laid out. This is incorrect for these reasons that, that they've laid out, and then call that a decision. You're reducing it to how many people give you a hard time about it, and like, don't be so sure that there's more people like you than there's people like them. Like, or frankly, people like them also can also be very loud. I think there are more people like you, but people like you them shit in the tech industry. Uh, people like you in general, in, in like Canada and America. I think that if you've learned anything, it's like how good people like them are at like weaponizing a small minority. Of course. Like, remember GamerGate. Yeah. I feel like any sort of uh, framework that like Shopify could ever have is immediately going to be clogged with like banning Anita Sarkeesian. Yeah, of course. For being like a... Obviously, uh, a uh, radical feminist who yeah. hates men. And like... Promoting hatred against sexism. And she isn't. People, why isn't she Max? Because I don't operate along the kind of decision-making procedure that you need in order to have a group well, why of not? people. How do you come up because with this? How do you personally make this moral judgment that like she's okay? Because I'm not an omnipotent being. Right. Right. Like if I was Shopify, because I couldn't just say, make all decisions the way that I believe, I would have to have some sort of decision making procedure. Like if I was Toby. Right. Like you need to, in order for like groups to make these sort of decisions, you need to start codifying um, these procedures right. and it's like you can't I mean you can go kind of far with the like the famous porn ruling yeah, I know like, when I see it. yeah but like it does not work for this stuff why not because people are vastly different and have like totally different overtones from news I don't I yes that's true that's totally true but like that's just I'm not making like my best argument here for this but like to have that worldview is to abdicate doing anything no, no. I, I think that you have to, like... How do you make any judgment in that case? There is a place for um, politics. There's a place for propaganda. There's a place for activism. It can't come from the top like that. This is about, like, what your troops that you're leading, so to speak, want. Right. And, like, people... At least one person I know has resigned from Shopify because of this. 
Yeah, and, and they are they're right to do so. Would they here's be right? The, here's the would thing. Shopify employees be right to like mount a campaign internally? To like, yes. I think that broadly, I would not like Shopify to make this decision. But if I was a Shopify employee, I would pressure my management anyway. Right. Um, in the interest of like pushing them to the left. Right. And making a stand. Right. But uh, if like as like God Emperor of the world, I think it's the wrong decision. Um, I'm certainly not going to like boycott their shit. Yeah. I would campaign for it as an employee. Right. I think that Breitbart should be allowed to publish. I love sure, but like you know, they can host their own servers. I think that activists should be attacking, but I think that institutions should like remain institutional. I think that like you need if you have power, you should exercise it in a way towards justice. And what that is exactly, I don't know. But I think that you should not abdicate of the power that you do have. Sometimes that will have unintended consequences. I don't know. I just think that it's like theoretically possible to come up with something that like you could. Thanks for listening. We are produced and edited today by Katie Jensen. For show notes, visit podcast.appcanary.com. If you like this show, drop everything that you're doing and log into iTunes' new computer and leave us a review. We really appreciate it.